Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome back to Higher Priestess. My name is Erin. And I'm Persephone. And we are delivering you all the home truths you never knew you needed. We're not afraid. There's no judgment. This is Smart Girl Internet. Restructuring self-perception. Higher Priestess. We're bringing you High Priestess energy at all points. Only the highest. I can't wait. Today's episode is going to get very deep, I think. Deep and personal. I'm actually a bit nervous now. We haven't prepped. Usually we prep and we just know we've got some questions in our heads Mm. that we're going to ask each other Mm -hmm. that are very deep and very triggering and Mm -hmm. very personal. Deep, like kind of your 60 minutes interview. I'm kind of thinking this is kind of Oprah time. Yeah. Get ready for tears. Oh, get ready for some tears. And And think along with us. Answer the questions with us. And these are quite good questions, hopefully, to ask some people and ask yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. In context, I warn people before you put yeah. these bombshells on them. <laughs> Happy birthday. Do you wish you were run. dead? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, okay, well, I'm ready. I'm so ready. And also bear with us if our answers are a little bit confused because we're in the midst of a terrible, terrible Mercury <laughs> retrograde. Which, like the time of our lives. The time of the our lives. Time. The planets are definitely trying to kill us. It's fine. But our communication might be a little bit fucked. But, you know, we're working through. Okay, my first question for you is... Is there somebody that has impacted your life in a way that they may not be aware of? Oh my god. Off the top of my head. (laughs) Yeah, you came up with this. I came up with that. Wow, okay, let me think. Could be good or bad, positive or negative. Something maybe someone said or just their influence on you that they really wouldn't know about. The first person that's coming to my mind Mm. is a few of my teachers. There are a few of them. Oh, I quite love that. Because I'm quite um, strictly (laughs) anti-teachers. I'm really not. But I've had some terrible teachers in my time. I went to quite a not bad school but in the scheme of life quite a bad school yeah um and i kind of think a lot of the teachers were quite awful not up to scratch they were just they weren't they they didn't know what they were doing yeah but there are some that i just think especially at my primary school that i just think god you were great i think also in my secondary school some of my english teachers maybe one two drama teachers well here's the thing you went on to do i went on to do english and i think this is the thing the fact that people the the teachers that i liked were my english and drama teachers says so much and then you went and got a degree and then i went and got a degree in english and film but it didn't have a film teacher the (laughs) the curriculum wasn't that broad But I think probably teachers. Can you give me an example? Well, there's one that comes to mind. There's one of my primary school teachers, Mrs. Well, her name was Mrs. Hearn. Changed it to Mrs. Whitney. She got married. Congrats. (laughs) 
Congrats, Mrs. That was Whitney. when I was in year four. Congrats. And I this came to mind because me and my sister were talking about this the other day and my mum mm-hmm. and my brother, but they weren't in the club. <laughs> Basically, we used to do a club called Folk Singing. And oh, on a Friday afternoon, like lunchtime, like all the kids would be out playing. Kind of 20 girls would all get together with Miss Whitney and sing folk songs. That's and she'd sweet. be on the guitar singing. And we'd all sing like, but they weren't, but then when we talked about them, they were like, they weren't really folk songs. They were songs that just like Mrs. Whitney liked. They were just songs, but she's on a guitar. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, um, what was one of them? It was like, um, in an octopus's garden by the sand. I don't you know, know that song. Yes, you do know Octopus's Garden. No, I heard it. <laughs> I think it's the Beatles. Never heard of that. Octopus's Garden. How have we spoken about the Beatles like four times today? I know. Okay, okay, okay. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, I kind of wasn't getting it from yours. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, yeah. I mean, this has Miss Whitney written all over it. I don't know who she is, but... <laughs> Well, yeah, you didn't I, get it from my I singing. didn't get it from your rendition, but I completely understand <laughs> that that is the song that was happening just now. Oh my god, that's really hilarious. <laughs> we also used to do um, Puff the Magic Dragon. Love it. And she'd be on her guitar. She'd be on the guitar and we'd all be singing. That's and it was sweet. really lovely. And I just kind of think... And there was one of my friends who actually listens. She went in one day with her mum in year five, this must have been, and said, I want to quit folk singing. And then my friend started crying and her mum started crying and then Mrs. Whitney started crying. Why did she want to quit? What because because she was just, I just want my lunch, my Friday lunchtimes back. Oh. But the fact they were all crying, like oh. the sweetest. God, the, why did everyone cry? Because it was just like saying goodbye to folk singing, end of an era. Oh no. <laughs> but we loved folk singing. Oh. But what about why you? Why did you get in contact with her? Um, Once, this is actually quite bad. I wrote her. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> my, my whole heart no, just dropped. I was in year three. I was in year three, okay. so it's not bad. But I drew a big picture of the whole class, every single person in the class. Uh-oh. And I drew myself next to Mrs. Whitney in the picture. Nice. As you were, kind of very like long legged, beautiful model girl that I drew myself as of year three. Um, and I gave it to her at the beginning of year three and I said, I've given this to you. And at the end of year three, she said, you might want this back and gave it back to me. And I was heartbroken. Oh. I thought she would want to keep it. That's sweet that she kept it all year. Yeah, it's really sweet. But she probably kept it in a drawer in her desk. Ready to like, get ready to post it. No, with give e- this back. With everyone else's <laughs> drawings that they'd given her. <laughs> Um, well, why don't you contact her now? Well, why would I? And say, like, I just, you know, you really impacted my life. I she went are, on to do no, English. No, she lives in my town. My mum sees her all the time. Oh, well, why don't you bump into her? Um, I don't really mind. She said, did she, she did ask after me the other day. Okay. And my mum said, oh, yeah, she did English and film. And she said, oh, yeah, I knew she would. Aww. <laughs> what about you? Oh, it does kind of make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. Do you have a question for me? Yeah, I've got quite a few. Yeah, sorry, just going back. I feel like that's really sweet as well because <laughs> she definitely has done that, like out of her own. Mm. That's just she's just done that using her own initiative and done this little folk singing thing. And now yeah. you're remembering it at 23. Yeah, I actually want to talk to some of my friends that did that club yeah. with me because we all used to sit there on the carpet singing Puff the Magic Dragon. So wholesome. And at lunch, we were giving up our lunch yeah. break for this. That's how much we. Because also, it's just we just wanted to hang out with her. Yeah, honestly, like it had those, nothing to do with singing. Honestly, those teacher relationships are the best when you just idolise them. Yeah, because it's kind of like so mum. It's like she's the type of teacher that you'd accidentally call mum and be like, oh my god, sorry. 100%. <laughs> Have you ever called a male teacher dad? No, that's, that's bad. bad. I've done that. That's it's so bad. bad. But I don't call my dad dad, I call him daddy. No, you didn't say daddy. <laughs> yeah, so I said daddy. It was in like year eight. Oh my god. I know, but it's because I'm like a child and I call my dad daddy oh. and my mum mummy. Oh my god. So it was like daddy and I was like, Ugh. it was like my tutor teacher as well. <sighs> Embarrassing. God, you sound so privileged right now. <laughs> 
I call my mum mummy, my dad daddy, and that wasn't my teacher, it was my tutor. <laughs> no, not personal tutor, like my form uh, tutor. Uh, oh <laughs> my god. That was my violin. My mummy and daddy are my personal That's my home polo tutor. tutor. No, my form tutor. Right, okay, In V3, bail free, boy. <laughs> I love it. Okay, hit me up. What is the nicest thing that someone's ever said to you? Difficult question because yeah, really we only difficult. focus on the negative in life, guys. Oh my god, I actually don't know. This is the sort of comment that I feel makes people cry though. because like I was you... literally just about to say I could cry here. Yeah, because it's kind of like you never allow yourself to indulge in that shit. Right, but go think. on. I can't. Um... Alright, let's think slowly and carefully. I feel like I don't have a standout one. Me neither. Is there anything jumping to mind? Because there'll be is yeah. there a few things playing in your... Yeah, yeah go on. Me- immediately. <laughs> And they don't stop coming. The tears start coming. And they don't start coming. Okay. Um. Honestly, about to hit the ground running. <laughs> okay. A few things come to mind. Well, obviously, people say nice things all the time, but the yeah. nicest thing anyone's mm. ever said to you mm-hmm. is quite difficult. I think to to pin down. Yeah. Because I think all of the compliments are like in competition with one another, and yeah. maybe it, it depends on like what I'm insecure about that day that would be the nicest, the nicest thing. thing. Yes. Okay. So immediately, I think of what's Jack said to me just in life like yeah like, I'm gonna cry for just sure just like yeah that's sincere stuff like when yeah. he's being nice when he's being nice to me <laughs> on the rare occasion the time. um this is my boyfriend by the way if you're new here definitely something he said because it's kind of he's not complimenting me like to compliment me and he's not like trying to get a win out of it it's yeah, pure it's genuine meaning he me thinks something of me I love it um then I also think about things it's actually really interesting to think about so that goes through my mind then I think about kind of I try and think about deep things that like maybe my nan said I was really great mm. or something. Then I think about stuff that teachers have like complimented my work. God, then this I is think a about podcast. Honestly, and it's now a school we're time podcast. Teacher.com. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also think about um like physical compliments, as in mm. like compliments about my physical appearance. Okay, nice. Um, Which one means more? A physical a well, comment I think on physical your... doesn't mean really anything, does it? But do you think? I think it can mean something to you if you're if that's what you're insecure about in that moment mm-hmm. I think it means it's always nice someone to say something would you nice. rather someone said you are so beautiful or you are so intelligent um I feel like everyone's immediate answer is intelligence but kind of I I don't need that confirmed to me yeah <laughs> that's the problem it's like Duh. that's the problem yeah I think any compliment I'm I'm willing I'm willing to receive the mm. nicest compliment my therapist said to me once that I was like really great or whatever that mm. I was really no you um, didn't say great or whatever word yeah, for word she said like I was very well actually something that I've been told a lot is you're very um like wise beyond mm-hmm. your, your like kind of the emotional mm-hmm. intelligence but that's be- honestly because of the trauma <laughs> well I remember saying that you remind me of an owl yeah I'm a very lot owly. because you are quite a wise owl owl you just have a Hedwig presence <laughs> that's nice you do not a um what was his name Errol <laughs> Errol kind of flying around <laughs> Yeah. Delivered by a bird named Errol. Honestly, I feel like I can't put the compliments against each other because what am I weighing it on? My projection of what that compliment means or the intentions of who said it or... Yeah, it means the same thing could be said by two different people and yeah. it means so much more based on how much you respect the, the person. Yeah, or kind of something could mean more because it came from a stranger. Absolutely, because they've got nothing to gain. Yeah, they've got nothing. Yeah. So it's really, really difficult. Fully. Um, oh, I love it. But I love them 
more. Anyone who's ever complimented me, thanks so much. <laughs> you know what I liked? Sorry, just to mm. jump in. Um, when we went to the cinema, me, you, and our friend Alice, and we watched Book Smart, and we did superlatives this, for one another. This was it. Yeah. That might be the nicest compliment I ever. It was from Alice. Aww. Yeah. So we basically sat in the cinema, and we all just sat there and said, "You are the most." This is before this. the film came. This is before the trailer. Yeah, we were like half an hour early to the cinema because I make sure we get there with good time because <laughs> I want to watch the trailers I want to watch the advert I want to get into yeah. the mindset of it I want to go to the toilet three or four times before minimum minimum, minimum. before it starts agreed so yeah Alice said to me you are the most loving in a weird way yeah and I, I really took that. that as like yeah like <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. It does make sense. Because it's like, I don't show, I'm not very affectionate, but people know when I love them. Yeah. Because it will come out in a bit of a, it will come at way. a right angle. <laughs> Yeah. But I th- I really took that as like, yeah, actually you do get, you get my, how I'm show you get my love language. Because it's like, yeah, yeah you get it's that it's obscure. not. Yeah. <laughs> it's obscure. <laughs> but I think, yeah, those might be some of the best compliments I've ever given as well. We had a real compliment fest. It was really nice, it actually. Really and it nice. made us love the film even more. <laughs> we were wide open to receive that oh, film. It was stunning. If you haven't seen Booksmart, God. Yeah. Have some compliments before. <laughs> have some compliments. <laughs> Just take them like a shot. Take them. Another question for you. Mm-hmm. Describe Describe your first sexual encounter. Oh my god. I love it. Okay, well this is getting thrown back straight to you as well after. Okay. Or right now. I mean, you can go first. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so. Have a little think. I'll let you ease into it. I Put some candles say, on. <laughs> the guys, let's, do you have a condom? Match <laughs> underwear. I wasn't ready. I wasn't expecting this. Um, I would say in one word, average. Okay. Completely average. <clears throat> is this the first time you had sex with your first sexual encounter? Oh, my first sexual encounter. Because that's kind of trickier. So my first sexual encounter was having sex. I can't believe Other than that. being like sexually harassed on the street. I mean, yeah. that was, is that Because yeah, that, that was constant from age yeah. 10. Yeah. Uh, younger. Yeah, yeah, so much younger. But my first sexual encounter, consensual sexual encounter was having sex. That's crazy, I guess. <laughs> I'm shocked. Yeah, but yeah, it was incredibly average it was incredibly normal i think normal in what way it was just completely just like heteronormative in the sense that it's like it was nothing for me it wasn't particularly painful it was just yeah. he came that was the end did you know was it planned it wasn't planned like days in advance yeah but it was like you know was I, I was heading over knowing what's happening and how did you feel like how did you feel going into mm. it versus how did you feel coming out of it well you almost feel like you've ticked a box yeah do you, did you feel like that? Like the society pressure. I, I know some of our friends have definitely felt that as well. As in, like there's mm. a pressure from society, and you've just ticked it. You yeah. almost have like a sense of a relief that you're now in a new club. Yeah, but Do it's you- kind of the worst club ever. Yeah, well, it's kind of. <laughs> is it no folk singing with Miss Whitney? Oh, you're not singing Octopus's Garden. <laughs> no way, nowhere near. Also, shouldn't it be Octopi? <laughs> <laughs> like the floor of Octopus is octopi. octopi. So an octopus is. Oh no, because oh, no, no, one. Octopus. It's one octopus that just belongs to him. Yeah. I definitely feel there's a societal pressure and you feel like, okay, now that's done. But it also, it definitely didn't feel like some big intimate experience. Did you no tell way. everyone as soon as it had happened? No, I didn't tell anyone. I wonder why. I really didn't tell anyone. Why though? Because we've established before you are the person who like tells I... someone everything. So don't you think that's mm. interesting from you? Yeah, that's really crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't really like, yeah, I didn't tell anyone really. I wasn't like, like right now oh my god you guys know whatever happens to me yeah. I, I ring i ring you 24 7 to tell you just like i've had a couple just of days <laughs> 
keep me in the loop. Just keep everyone in the loop. So yeah, that's quite weird. Oh, and I wonder why that is. I don't know. Because it almost feels too real to share. But also too nothing. It definitely wasn't like a big life-changing event. Definitely not. No way. Have your you? feelings changed towards it? Well, now I've had better sex. Yeah. So that losing your virginity in that act, it's almost like... Oh, quote marks. Oh, yeah. We'd, like, what, what have that's you like, lost? Yeah, yeah. Still seems like it's here. Apart from just your time. <laughs> apart from like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 20, God. <laughs> but it's kind of... I've had better sex now, so now it feels like, yes, okay, so I've had more intimate experiences where it feels like there's been more of a... a it's a two-part role. You are young, so you're kind of being... You hand over the keys. Yeah, it's like there is an, there is an essence of being used mm. that's just inherent in that. But, I mean, it was fine. It was it was honestly... Av- the word is fine, average, non-meaningful. Non, um, I can't imagine going into having sex for the first time. Like, what, had you ever seen a, a penis in real life? I'd never seen one on the internet. I'd never seen one anywhere. Because I remember me and my friend tried to Google. This is me and my um, old best friend, like, back in the day. Mm. And we were like look we don't know anything we were like 13 we're like we've got to see a penis we've got to see a vagina like we, we don't like we don't know what they look like <laughs> you couldn't just like look down no you terrifying terrifying before. you were told never we were told never to look at our vaginas by who well it would just be like because there'd be rumors of like girls that like finger themselves girls and they'd be like oh vagina. my god <laughs> like do you know what I mean there'd be rumors going around so like, you'd oh never god. seen a penis and then all of a sudden it's and it was like we you. need to well we needed to see them this is back in the day so we went on her family computer you know we had to turn on the big computer and we typed in porn.com oh my god <laughs> www.porn.com and this website came up and it was like ah, ah, you know you yeah, can judge it yeah. and we screamed and turned the computer off we like we couldn't even hope <laughs> by the plug no fully we were like no this isn't for us <laughs> that we can can't. never come back on we again. were like never ever do we want to see a penis again and so yeah I'd never seen a penis before really what was your surely there was some sort of reaction there I was um, like you're gonna have that's gonna go inside you in a minute <laughs> Like, um, I don't really know. I think, I don't think I was that Just shocked. kind of autopilot. I think biologically you know what to do. Got it's you. not like, it's not porn. No. It's not, it's not. But, but as it's in, like kissing. It's like you've never kissed before and, and then when you kiss you know what to do. Yeah. It's like yeah. your, your system kicks in. Yeah. What about you? Throwback. Um, I don't, I think now, I think growing up and having those like formative sexual experiences, mm. I would have thought, um, <laughs> that I was very empowered and like very educated. And you would have thought that at the time. I would have thought Actually, that. Actually, I time. probably thought that at the time. Mm. I probably thought this is super empowering. But yeah. looking back on it now, you can Only see Only looking it's not. back on it now, I think I was definitely educated and nice. I definitely was making decisions for myself and the right decisions. Mm. I don't like think anything, I don't have negative thoughts towards it. Mm. But I know now, obviously in hindsight, and as you say, having more sexual experiences, mm. you understand what that sexual experience was in the realm of sexual experiences, if that makes sense. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. As in, when it's just something you've experienced, 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 how many times mm-hmm. can I say experience with somebody, or whatever, something's happening, I can just place that in the realm of my life and kind of think, okay, that I've done that, that's happened, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But when I've had sex, for example, or just when you know how those situations go mm. with other people at a different time, in a different place, etc., when you feel different, you see that differently. Do you get what I mean? Sort of. Just, if you had sex once, mm. you would die thinking that is all sex. Yeah, no, but definitely that's it. You have sex once and you kind of think, that's it. That's done what it, sex done is. it. That's what I mean by box ticking. There's a million and different you realize, sex that oh, you could wait. Have. Yeah. Now the sex that happened, that is completely different to like Yeah. It's all completely different. Yeah. Totally different. The only thing I think now looking back is I feel almost like slightly annoyed by or just like frustrated by honestly the audacity of, of teenage boys. Same. Looking at it, it's kind of God, the audacity well, you what... had to touch me. <laughs> Oh, well, I didn't... I was very um, clear with my boundaries as a child. Me too. I don't know how I got that, though, but, like, everyone else would be kind of having sex with oh, quite 100%. gross guys, and I, for some reason, had this huge, like, absolutely me not. Too. I wonder how we got that. I had had it drilled into me from a young age to respect myself a lot and yeah. to think that people had to do a lot to be worth yeah, my company. definitely. Because I never fancied anyone at school, no, really. and I was told... I remember being, I like, did. that I'd fancied some boys, but, like, I, I definitely wasn't that person that's like, oh, yeah, I had sex with this... I don't have any sex regrets no really? I don't I definitely I not. really don't Thank and god. I think that's quite I think it's rare yeah because when I've heard people that have sexual regrets it's like oh god that's a very intense or like even the feeling of ick I've definitely yeah. had like ick of like boys I've kissed mm. and I'm like oh what the fuck was I thinking but boys I've had sex with I kind of think okay I'm like, happy that I that's, fine. that's fine that's yeah. fine yeah. yeah I don't have any super like physical feelings of gross repulsion yeah which definitely I think is common I think it's so common and I even remember being like 14 and my best friend at the time mm. saying yeah I just had sex with him and I was like what you've had sex with him like I remember thinking you absolute buffoon like <laughs> I just I knew like but at the time it's like but that's empowering but is it performing well she was 100% performing yeah. empowerment and you know when you just you're just like listen he doesn't he doesn't even like you mm-hmm. that's awful anyway but I do think looking back like god you lot were lucky you lot this one guy I'm like god you were lucky as in for you yeah yeah, yeah. as in to him I'm like you like you were doing well yeah come on (laughs) (laughs) just like I said come on like (laughs) Like, let's be (laughs) real (laughs) like you were you were a lucky guy so I've got a question for you Mm. would you rather definitely pin it back on you yeah of course (laughs) would you rather be called vain or insecure Mm. maybe not even would you rather be called but would you rather be known as Mm. vain or insecure I think I would rather be known as vain same because you don't get to tell me that I'm insecure no I think that's a pride thing but I do if, if I'm vain, deal with it. If I'm insecure, it's so. so, wait, you don't like me 
me because I like myself yeah. or you don't like me because I don't like myself. Oh, I'll take the like myself. Yeah, it's like, oh, we then... all don't like me. Either way, either way, you're trying to bring me down. I'd rather <laughs> yeah. start from the top than the bottom. Yeah. yeah either definitely. way, just you don't like me or everyone doesn't like me, including, including me. myself. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I don't mind being called vain. I think there's definitely a change happening in society of like self-love. Mm. Like for my grandma, for example, to, for her to say, yeah, I love myself would be alien. That would be crazy for, yeah. an, for someone over the age of like 70. Yeah. To be like, because I really like myself. I'm so proud of myself. I think that would be crazy. Yeah. And I think like, slowly mm, we're all starting to be a bit like, okay. Yeah. Maybe we are allowed to not hate ourselves. It is funny how hating yourself is the default. Yeah. And it's a meme. It's so like relevant, yeah. relevant life. Myself. Like kind of self deprecating humor. Like, I'm so self deprecating. It's like, so that. Are you proud of that? Are you yeah. proud that you. It's like no one humor? here is vouching for you, not even you. Imagine. It's like, fuck it, pull yourself together. Like, if yeah. you. Got, it's that thing of if you don't respect yourself what you think everyone else does no why would they we've been waiting to hear all the good stuff about you and you haven't told us so we're just gonna assume it's all shit i'll assume you're insecure yeah and i'll assume you're insecure for a reason Mm. like oh there's clearly shit wrong with you shit wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) well there's clearly unlikable factors if even you who are in your brain don't like you love it it's not great no whereas like if you oh god erin is so vain she loves herself oh that's clearly it must be doing something right it's clearly something lovable if even she (laughs) loves herself yeah love that logic that's a good one Mm. if i'm listening to this podcast i'm so answering the questions alongside yeah we'll have to do a q a like like, on the story yeah okay this question's deep i think okay i'm so ready i I think i kind of briefed you on it earlier i gave you a little teaser it's about death or something it's about well the question goes (laughs) i'm like fingers crossed it's about death (laughs) it's about death or something (laughs) i'm not like i just like death no nothing like that It's about childhood trauma. Just well, childhood memories. You the know question that. is, yeah. yeah. The question is, what's ch- one childhood memory? What's one childhood memory <laughs> that will never leave you? For whatever reason, oh, good or bad. Oh my god, I love it. Like one memory that haunt will haunt you haunt. forever. Haunts as in good or bad. <laughs> well, it could be good or you bad. say good or bad, then you use the word haunt. Obviously, I'm looking for the dark stuff. Well, as in haunt, if I'm feeling if I'm looking to be haunted. Well, one that I was gonna say was yeah. not so haunting. Yeah. But me and my sister for some reason came up on Christmas Day running around with maracas and a triangle that we got for Aww. Christmas Day maracaring around the kitchen that just popped into my head but if you're looking for something haunting well, what's something that wouldn't, why would that never leave you well that just would never leave me because it's just burnt in and it's just quite a cute moment of us running around with, with maracas and then we funny. did burnt into the mind yeah and then we did a Christmas show which was the Christmas show and the crazy frog show merged I've heard about this <laughs> <laughs> it was a big thing we were rehearsing for months for this show. Yeah. And it was Christmas and Crazy Frog joined. My two favourite things. <laughs> you can't fault that combo. Yeah, an they amazing na- show. The natural, they complement each other so naturally. <laughs> yeah. And it was a little bit of like, it was kind of Santa Claus coming to town. And it was like, that ding, whole ding, song ding, ding. <laughs> with me, my sister lying like a corpse in the middle of the room. Oh my God. And me jumping over her body and running to the other side and then me jumping over just constantly for the whole, Why? the whole version of Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Um, with all my family talking and me saying, listen, you're not listening. You're not watching. <laughs> you're not even yeah. watching. Um, and then it would go into, and she would jump up and we'd go into a routine. Amazing. So that was good. That's a nice one. But if you want something haunting, I mean, I can go for like my parents telling us they were splitting up. Do you think it is that? <laughs> well, if I'm going for something that I will never forget, I that the seating positions in that room at that time, the words spoken, everything, I will never Chills forget. Chills me to the bone. Chills me to the bone. Honestly. I will never 
never forget that in the living room and uh, this is the thing so we'd had a really nice lunch they'd obviously been like they'd sent us to our grandparents like for like three days before and we were like my sister knew something's coming my sister's younger than me and I was like lovely holiday (laughs) (laughs) I was like there you packed you a costume Lizzie I was like, this is so great of them. Walk like, around with your flippers on. <laughs> they just want some couple time. Amazing. They just want to spend some time together. I think we're getting a baby brother. Oh, that's what I said. I, I fucking said that. That's so funny. Um, um, so they told us, they were like, you're going to your grandparents. We spent a few days there, came back, we had a lunch and we had like hummus. It was like like oh, bread, sort of like t- uh, like Waitrose, like tortilla chips. Oh, things. love like, it. It was all like a classic thing with like cucumber. It was like Stunning. our classic thing that we used to have. Had that. Then me and my sister were like, we're going upstairs to our loft beds and we're going to go up and we're going to like take pictures of our teddy bears and make a story out of them. It was one of these things that we just did. Like and God, they were like, were young. no, no, don't go upstairs just yet. Oh, can you God. see where this is going? <laughs> oh, They're like, no, no, just hold on. We need to oh. talk to you both. And I said, you're pregnant idiot they sat us down into the room um into the living room the room the telling room (laughs) the trauma room (laughs) the living room (laughs) um and they said this is what's happening we're splitting up blah 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 who told you do you remember i think it was my dad maybe said it because my brother who was he was a bait he was four at the time that's young he was holding the keys don't know who gave him the keys threw them in the air that's what I remember. Wow. Um, and then they so said he understood. Well, I think we were all just crying, and he was like, ah, <laughs> like yeah. what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom was like, right, okay, um, Lizzie and Persephone, go upstairs, go to your loft beds, and like go and deal with it. We had these really cool loft beds, not bunk beds, loft, loft beds. beds with desks Ugh, underneath. Iconic. And this is what is burnt into my mind. Mm. I've told you this before. Yeah. Me and Lizzie went up to our room, and we didn't really know what to do with ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> we just started climbing up and down the ladders. Crying. Crying of our loft beds, climbing up and down, going, oh my god, oh my god. Up the ladders, down the ladders, oh my god, oh my god, like screaming, what do we do? <laughs> Clinging onto the ladders, going, ah! swinging around. <laughs> And I don't know what that is burning into my mind because it's just the absolute panic. And honestly, not much has changed with how you deal with trauma. (laughs) Climb up and down a ladder screaming. (laughs) Honestly, on a ladder. Oh my God. Oh my God. Back down we go. Oh my God. No one knew what to do because just go up to your room and deal with this life altering news. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't know what to do. So we're just going up and down our loft bed screeching and going, oh my God. Oh my God. And how old are you, just for context? I was in year five. <laughs> so she's like 10 years old. I'm 10. Um, and I was just oh. screeching around. And I guess that might be haunting, if that's, that's what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> was going to go with the Christmas Crazy Frog show. But if you want me screaming <laughs> on a loft bed ladder, I mean, I can provide. I love it. <laughs> what about you? Mm. Um, Turn it back around. Sorry, just quickly going back. Mm. How often do you think about that? Never. I never think about that until me and you spoke about that in Brighton. And I thought, God, I hadn't thought about that loft bed situation. In like 10 years. What was that? Why did we do that? (laughs) Why did we react like that? It's funny that like you saw Lizzie do that and Lizzie (laughs) saw you do that and now you're adults. So what happened in that room? You got that one. (laughs) But that's still my sister's bedroom. Like that still is her room. And it's like, God, that happened in there. We both went, ah! (laughs) 
I wonder if she remembers that in the same way yeah, as you well. Yeah, ask her. I will. I will speak to That's her. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. But, but I'm what so I'm sorry about you. to hear that. Okay, my next question. I love it already. What would you say is the greatest lesson you learned from your last relationship? Relationship in quote marks. Oh my god. Your last like yeah thing. What's the most important thing? Maybe like what's the lesson that you learned from that that you hadn't learned from anything else? Because I feel like you learned similar. Everyone learns similar lessons from relationships etc i feel like but i learned so that? much mm-hmm. it was at a formative time as well yeah it was a really formative time i feel like i i kind of learned can, two can you, things can you give us a bit of context so the last relationship in quotes mm. is was with this guy erin knew him too yeah um Erin kind of was there along the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw the whole Aaron. thing. Erin saw from beginning <laughs> to end. It was me. From the inception. <laughs> to, yeah. <laughs> it was Erin. We were just going <laughs> we through a breakup. Together. A tough breakup. Erin <laughs> saw from the inception to the death. Mm. yeah the whole thing um and as did i and, and it was some. it was just a very learning it was a learning curve it was yeah an ultimate learning experience so i would say at the beginning what i learned i learned mm. very much different lessons at the beginning and the end love that the beginning allowing myself to like go with it i think i did learn that there is no like weakness in liking someone or like there is no weakness in being in a relationship i definitely was hesitant to even start something because I was like, it will make me weak. It's not feminist. It's almost like I thought it wasn't feminist to have a boyfriend. Yeah. I was like, no, no, I'm a fuck boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it took you a lot though, yeah. to like understand that. To understand what was going on. And to understand that you even mm. thought that. Yeah. Because you just thought, I think you were naturally born with this. You just had this disposition that was like, I'm was, not interested. Yeah, I was like, when someone is amazing, then yeah, maybe I'll be in a relationship with them. But then I found out this person in my mind was amazing. Mm. And I was like, fuck, okay, I haven't been prepared for this amazing person. This compromises everything that I believed in. Later found out it wasn't so amazing. But at the time I was like, fuck, okay, I now need to reevaluate because it's like, I'm at the moment. I wonder if you would Mm. have got to that conclusion without that relationship. Like, when would you have Mm. eventually have realised that you were hanging on to this weird, like, defiance of romance? I don't know. It's interesting, right? the next one. Yeah. And the second lesson I learned, I think I really, not lost myself, but I think I put a lot of my self-esteem in the success of that relationship i think i put like a lot of emphasis on like this needs to succeed i need to almost like conquer this Mm. i need to kind of conquer him Mm -hmm. to prove that i'm like worth it do you know what i mean yeah fully it was like once i've won this yeah once i've won him it's all good because you went from i don't need this i don't want this blah 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 to like okay well if i'm admitting that i want it i have to have it fully it needs to work yeah it needs it needs to be a marriage yeah <laughs> yeah like as, as soon as it's like fuck okay don't want don't want shit i want it so i must have it entirely so what will mm. you now take from that into new that there like there is no point in that like obsession with the outcome Mm. I was obsessed with the outcome, which actually stopped my progression during. I could have totally dealt with that in a different way, enjoying each experience for what it is, rather than, okay, so in during this experience, during this time I met him, I ticked these certain boxes. Brilliant, which that moves me on to phase two of my plan, which is blah, blah, blah. I mm-hmm. very much had a strategy from beginning to end. 
Yeah. That strategy changed, but I had a strategy. Remember we said it's like you've driven from like Brighton to Scotland or something mm-hmm. and you were driving all the way through like central London, but you had your head down in the map mm-hmm. and you just didn't look up. Yeah. Because I had everything that I wanted. Missed all the landmarks. Yeah. I had everything, but I just wasn't enjoying it because I was so obsessed with getting to the next stage, the next stage, the next stage. Mm. And it's such a weird thing that I never envisioned myself being because I've always been so like, no, no, no. No, no. no. Definitely not. <laughs> no, honestly, definitely not. <laughs> Boyfriend, definitely not. Definitely not. But all of a sudden I was like, oh, okay. Something's intriguing me there. So it's like, well, I must, he must be my husband then. Yeah. There's no way, there's no way. Not even your husband. No. Like, we're joking, but. Uh, yeah, you'll never listen to the relationship one. There's no chance of ever getting married. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a really interesting thing when you have always been like, God, it would take someone so amazing for me to be in a relationship with them. For me to give up my single life, I, they would need to be amazing. And then someone comes along that you're like, fuck, okay, that, that might be them. Or it just wouldn't feel like you're giving up a single life anymore. Yeah. But it's like you could be enhancing. That was, I think. Yeah. It didn't feel like I was giving up. And suddenly I was like, oh shit. Okay. Now what you want has changed. I'm invested. Tricky times, guys. (laughs) Big lessons learned. Big lessons learned. Yeah. What about you? Well, my last relationship was like eight years ago. And I'm 23. Yeah. So I've learned a lot since then anyway. I (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just the same. Stayed the same. No lessons there. I do remember first, like when Jack and I were beginning our relationship Mm. and when we were like seeing each other or whatever, and then when we Mm. became a a couple together. Cute. I remember feeling really um, like secure because I feel like I'd already, I kind of knew, I knew how I wanted to handle things. Mm. Remember I said to you, like I was very, I text before Jack and I were together and we had, he'd literally just started, we were just texting. And I had texted him saying, we're still texting by the way, like we'd been texting for like which is just like an ultimate quote imagine this you're in how what year are you in year eight no we're in like year 10 you're in year 10 and you're texting a boy and he's still texting you you're still texting him and then you message saying wait we're still texting what does this mean i literally text him saying we're still texting question mark ha 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 like for me it was a bit of a joke i think mm. that was what it was I, I felt like i had the freedom because i'd come out of essentially a serious relationship <laughs> yeah um and into i just felt so free to mm. just do whatever and just see I just felt like there was nothing to lose I was I like love I, there were no losses if I had texted mm. him saying we're still texting question mark and he didn't reply mm. I kind of maybe I would have been like oh that's weird but I would have just got on with my life I would have maybe yeah. said to him on Monday at school like you ignored me or whatever but yeah. it would have been left there there was no like fear yeah I think I had the luxury of coming into a relationship like in my youth mm-hmm. feeling really secure yeah. in myself already I think that is quite rare really rare to be to have the have self-awareness aged however old you are in your turn yeah i think that's rare yeah love that. i think it's rare i love that yeah it was fun so what lesson did you learn well from my past i just learned i just learned what i want like mm. i think in order to close that i know it sounds silly but it was that he took up all my time like we, mm. it, we were a serious relationship like yeah hey guys it's persephone so i think we're gonna end this episode here and do the rest of the questions in part two which is coming next week so we get very very intense i hope you've enjoyed kind of hearing about kind of what have we spoken about weird sexual experiences and bit weird shit like that mrs whitney made an appearance who knew someone tag her someone let her know that she's been brought up in a podcast um so please leave a rating and a review if you're on apple because i mean because apple they go mad for reviews um <laughs> honestly i make apple sound so desperate we're so desperate for apple's validation big time so tune in to episode 
session two of our deep and personal question time, um, Prime Minister's question time, and uh, see you later. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 